0: Welcome back to the last and final episode in the Work Is My Drug, a work addiction series. Today, I'm going to be talking a little bit about wrapping up the last five episodes that we've talked about, and then also talking about next steps forward. Like, where do you go from here? So thanks for joining me. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. Freaking Aaron Wiseman. I am a self-admitted workaholic who is by tooth and nail climbing out and figuring out how to do life, not from a place of scarcity and anxiety and the constant cycle of not being enough to living a sustainable and joy-filled life and career. So super glad that you're here with me. Join me, listen in, let me know what you think. And if any of this is resonating, if work is your drug too. Alrighty. So in this recap today, I'm going to hit on the points that as I went back and looked at my notes and a few of the podcast episodes, what were kind of the high points for me and what I personally took away from this series? Because believe it or not, (laughs) I'm walking my own journey too. And so anything I'm talking about typically is super relevant in my own life. So Going back to part one, I talked about definition, how work addiction starts, that recognition is key, and really learning what triggers you to feel the need to use your drug, to overwork. The next part, in part two, I talked about some of the research because, of course, I did a deep dive on PubMed to see who's researching this, what have they done about this, all the things that go along with it. It was a really fun one, not going to lie. I still have my stack of research to go along. But part three, the pause. This one has really stuck with me. Just in the last mm, bit that I've been doing this series, I've had people reach out who are like, I don't know what to do. I need to change my job. I hate my life. I'm a workaholic. I'm burnt out. You know, what I love helping people with. And I continue to go back to the message of how can you take a break? Where can you find some rest? Is there a way to pause? And 100% of them came back to me and said, no, I can't do that. It's absolutely not possible. And yet it's the thing I really feel like that must happen. You must take a break away to clear your head because a stressed out and super tired brain is not going to be able to make the best decisions that it possibly can. I mean, let's just be perfectly honest. And so in part three, where I talk about taking a pause and setting that up and determining a length of time, it was almost disheartening for me as people come back and say, no, I can't do this because I'm looking at it and I'm like, if you don't do this, if you don't take a break, even if it's a four day weekend where you take a Friday and a Monday off, if you feel like you are so entrenched and trapped in what you're doing that you can't even make space Like one or two days, friend, you're a shit ton of problems. And so I think that's one of the biggest things that I'm taking away from the Work Is My Drug series is always allowing myself the permission to hit pause. My husband, as you may know, listening to the Mary Tent Alpha Female series, is a basketball coach. And so we talk all the time about taking a time out. And when we don't even allow ourselves to, like, Take a time out, even though maybe the game is still happening all around us, but allowing ourselves to take a time out, we're just going to keep spinning, spinning and spinning and spinning, either spinning an in indecision or spinning in decisions that we're not happy with or feeling trapped in a situation that we can't get out of. So I think one of the first big things is to give yourself the permission to say, no, it is okay and save for me to take a break. Now, I talked a lot about sabbaticals in part three, and I know a lot of people are like, no, I can't even think about taking three or six or 12 months off. And I get that. I 100% get that. But what I want to do is challenge you, just start with a four-day weekend. Start with there small steps. You're not going to be able to take the big step because I guarantee if you try to take a couple months off and you've not even allowed yourself to take small, long weekends off, friend, that's not going to be productive time for you. There's going to be a lot of anguish and suffering in that. But I do want to say, and again, I think the biggest message for me coming out of all this and definitely seeing in the the people that I work with is you have to be able to take a pause. Because the myth of You can't have any breaks in your CV. You can't have any pauses on your resume is total and utter bullshit. I'm just going to call it out right there because I took a nine month sabbatical where I wasn't doing anything clinically. And guess what? It was absolutely okay. Yeah, I had to fill out some paperwork to say, you know, what I was doing. And it wasn't like I was in prison or trafficking illicit drugs or anything, (laughs) but just had to say, like, I took a break and that's absolutely okay. And I think the biggest thing is not shaming yourself for needing to take a break. We are human. We are not super demigod robots who can work all the time. And the other thing is too, sometimes we are praying for the breaks, unintentionally getting injured, getting pregnant, moving across the country Like we try to set up those breaks so that it looks like it's quote unquote okay. And I just want to normalize it's always okay to take a rest and a break. Part four, I talked about re-entry, you know, coming back into a situation on whether you're recovered or you relapse and that those really go hand in hand. Part five, I talked about workaholic leadership, what a workaholic and burnt out environment looks like at work and how you can recognize workaholic, burnt out employees as well. And so there you go. That's kind of the wrap up from this series. Next, what I want to jump into is like, so what? Okay, I've identified. I'm a workaholic. What do I do from here now, Erin? And what I want to say is a mantra that I've been using for myself for a while. So you may or may not know, I had some pretty significant health issues over the last couple of years and haven't been able to run. And running has been a part of my life even before probably grade school. I always am like zero or a 100. My family would say like I ran around our farm from as soon as I could walk. And so it's been really hard for me. And one of the things that I've had to remind myself, and I don't even know where I picked this mantra up, but The pace is forward, has been really important for me moving forward, that I went from a place of where I couldn't really even walk anymore to back to walking, and now I'm able to do a little bit of interval, like jog slash walk, it's not really true running, which is fine, because the new pace is forward. It's not a certain amount of time, it's not a distance anymore, it's just about moving forward forward. And I want to give that to you when it comes to recovery from being a workaholic. The pace moving forward from here is just forward. It's not like you have to be at this place at this time and this far along in the next six months. I want you to wipe that from your brain because I know you can do hard things. I know you can set goals. You can kick it in the ass and probably do better than 99% of the other people. But there's no more competing with anyone else. What got you to this place is treating yourself like the competition, beating up on yourself for not being good enough and pushing harder and staying longer and working longer and getting more things done. So instead of seeing yourself as the enemy, instead of me seeing myself and my work ethic as the enemy, I would challenge you to start looking at it as your best and closest teammate, the person who's there to help pick you up, to guide you, to give you compassion and love along the way. And with that then, instead of beating yourself up and being like, come on, you can go longer, you can work faster, you can get this done at midnight tonight, I want you to remind yourself, the pace is forward. Forward is the pace, and this can be done tomorrow. What do we need to do to treat ourselves with loving kindness today? How can I be more compassionate? How can I make this sustainable rather than trying to get it done perfectly in this exact moment? Hey, are you tired of going at it alone? Well, friend, you don't have to anymore. Come sit with me. I want you to know that it's okay if you need to take a break. It's okay if you need to talk about some real crappy things. It's okay. You're not the first to feel like this, and you don't have to stick it out and be miserable. There is a way out, and there is a whole movement of fierce females in your corner. If you want to come sit with me and be in my community, you will not see me in Facebook groups. I freaking hate Facebook with a deep and fiery passion. (laughs) But what you can do is come over to Aaron Wiseman's Badass Collective on Slack. Because guess what? Once a badass, always a badass. And this isn't anything that's paid. It's not anything that I'm like throwing huge promos at you. It is simply a community where I am trying to get people together in the same space so that we can have these kind of conversations safely and in a protected manner that you feel so loved on. It's the whole purpose. So click in the show notes, get over to the Slack group. We do have some community rules. But, you know, that's just how it goes. But I would love to see you in there. I am in there almost every single day having real conversations, posting crazy pictures of my kids and gifts, all that good stuff. And I want you in there, too. So come on over. Come sit with me. I'd really love to hear from any and all of you if this series was impactful. Let me know if it helped you reflect in a certain way, if it helped you identify new awareness or triggers about yourself, or if you're maybe doing life and work differently because of it. I'd really greatly appreciate an email, a DM, whatever, even some snail mail. I don't care. Okay. And with that, my friend, I have to let you know your life, your calling, your pulse matters.